Hello and welcome to the iGen UK podcast. I should have saved that German intro I did a couple of weeks ago for this week because it's Gamescom week. We're not actually in Germany for the second year in a row, which is sad because I think I speak for everyone when I say I love Germany and I love mm. being in Germany mm-hmm. and I love being at Gamescom. Yes. But sadly, it's digital again. Last week, last week even, last night, we had the big Jeff Keighley opening night live because we're recording this on Thursday because... Why not? We're rebels like that. Um, we're going to talk. Wilson, we're not going to go through everything that he talked about nah. and revealed because there's only a few things, like a few new things we want to touch on. I think. Plus, this week is just rammed already. We've got so many games we've been playing, uh, some TV we've been watching. We've, we've we've got so much this week. So why don't we just get straight to it, Dale and Hello. Jesse? Hello. I was wondering when you would get to that. Yeah. Someone's actually get with you. It exactly. No, it's just me this week. Should I just get? Should I do a solo one? That would be so boring. I do. I mean, very mem- few people can pull off a solo podcast. Remember that infamous one we did? It was just me and you, Caddy. Infamous. I think it's one of the best. Infamous, um, mate. Because it was always like I remember. I never realised how much how beneficial the dynamic of three people is. Because there's always <laughs> someone to jump in on, at the end exactly, of a conversation. Yeah. What, <laughs> what was the occasion for only having you two there? It's no one. In. I think we were literally oh. the only, it was before you joined, and there was only yeah. me. Dale, Joe, and Al, and I think they were both either out or busy, so we literally just had to do it. Uh, anyway, gone are those days, because we have been more than enough people and more than enough to talk about. I think there's only one place to start with some of the stuff from uh, Opening Night Live, and I've got to go straight to it. I think it's pronounced DoKV. I think mm. it's DoKV. It just looks mad. I kind of... This was revealed first, I think, two years ago. It's from uh, Pearl Abyss, the guys who do what is it called it black is called desert mmo black desert that's it and this doki if you haven't watched the trailer it's three minutes of complete madness and colors and just it looks like pure joy to me which is what i like about it it's kind of the opposite <laughs> whenever i've looked at black desert i've been like that's just not for me yeah whereas this i'm into and i'm so happy that it's not an mmo they've described it as an yeah. open world action yeah. adventure and f- as far as i can tell it's kind of their own take a bit on Pokemon. It's kind of like a Pokemon GTA. Is in my head is what I want like, this to be. Whatever this game is going to be, I'm excited for it because it looks pretty and wow. mad and bonkers. I was going to say you're yeah. skipping over the main selling point, which is it looks phenomenally beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like one of the so best colourful. looking games I've ever seen. Yeah, Except and for- the exciting thing is it looked like it was pretty much all gameplay as well. What they were showing as well. Yeah, it was like the. It almost like the world looks so photorealistic, mm. but then you've got these weird, like, sort of baby human chibi sort of <laughs> characters yeah, running around. Bonkers. And then all these colourful, wacky, like, honestly, there was so much in that trailer, I don't even know where to begin on the weirdness, <laughs> like, what yeah. was going well, on. I think they described, it's kind of like, in the way it's like Pokemon, it's like a creature collecting game. There's these creatures called, I think they're big in, like, Korean culture, I think it's a, I think they're called Dokabies or Dokabies, right. um, which is actually 
spelt differently, but a character from uh, mm, Siege. Rainbow Siege. Six Siege. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's lots of mad ones in that trailer. There's a llama. There's like a pink anteater. There was a. It's like a big panda with boxing gloves. Oh, I yeah. saw at one point. <laughs> <laughs> so it, all, um, it all went by so fast. A lot of it didn't stick. I just remember so only like modes there. of transport as well. You got like a jet ski, a mini car. You can like float and be like a little shitty Spider Man. Be and like Spider Man, yeah. yeah like, just, just like, sort of, like electronic whip for like. Who knows? Like they've given no details on when this game is coming out yeah. or, or anything like that. But I don't know. It just looks, and I hope. I don't. Know, I hope it is what we think it is. Yeah. And, but do you yeah. get the vibe? Because you don't that- really know how it all plays out in real time. I no. guess because you have like that like super highlighted yeah. section of gameplay. But I can't. In my mind, I want it to be open world. But when it comes to the combat, a bit like Devil May Cry, you're just throwing everything at the controller and stuff. I want it to the, be like that. Do you get the vibe that it's just that sort of harbour area? That's like the entire game. No, because wasn't there like a little like snowy area or something was, like that? I don't know if that was just a different season uh, oh, in the yeah. same place. Because I, I could get like why it looks so good if it's isolated in this like small town. And it's just like they've purely focused on that one little area, but there's loads to do and it's really dense. I mean, you could go yeah. out to sea, they look like a massive mountain on a forest as well. I don't know. It just looks... Yeah. And that's the thing. You said it, like, it just grabs your eye. It looks yeah. so nice. And that's what I like. Like, I feel like a lot of the best graphically, graphically good games we get are like, you've got The Last of Us, you've got Red Dead. They're quite fundamentally dour worlds. They're quite... Mm, yeah. Like, Sat, like grimy places to be you've got Ghost of Tsushima which is also one of the most beautiful games to play which has a mixture of both it does mm. have some very beautiful parts as well but I just like that this is full on just <laughs> colourful and just looks full of just joy really yeah it's I'm just colourful and weirdly realistic and you haven't seen that two combined yeah. I feel like for yeah. ages to be fair I would say as well like if you haven't seen this trailer by the way even if you're like me and who's not like into Pokemon or anime stuff mm-hmm. at all Seek it out. It's three minutes of your time. Watch it and just see how amazing it looks. It is just mad, man. It's, it's totally looking. worth watching. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. incredibly looking game. And it's actually something that I would have never even give like a second's thought about playing this game. And now I'm intrigued to see if it like actually looks and plays like this. Yeah. Here, here we go, like two years later, and I'm like the biggest fan in the world. Like a massive <laughs> addict. <Exactly. laughs> no, there was a time like a year or two ago where I kind of had open world fatigue a bit. Yeah. Um, but I think it was because it was these massive sort of like Breath of the Wild, Ghost, Tsushima, Red Dead sort of massive kind of foresty worlds. I feel like I haven't had a big city. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just misremembering some games that come out. Like a big city like a GTA or uh, something will come on to very Dogs, soon. Watch Dogs, I guess we had Watch I suppose. But ultimately I was a little disappointed by that, I feel. New like, Donk City in Mario exactly. Odyssey. Saying that, New Watch Dogs was like... Nearly a year ago now, wasn't it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. I want I want some new cities. Like basically the dream is I want GTA six or these rumoured GTA remasters at some point because I just want to play a GTA. Oh, yeah. But for now, we have to do with holding on to Doke V and maybe some people would be interested in a new Saints Row, which they yeah. revealed as well. A reboot, they've said, so it's I think it's just called Saints Row, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's not yeah. like yeah. got a subtitle, it's not anything. I've never really got into Saints Row that much. I've always mm. loved GTA, played all the GTAs, but Saints Row has always been the, the little brother to me and the one I've never... I don't think I've ever finished a Saints Row. I've, I've played a couple of them. Saints, yeah. Row the thir- Saints Row the Third is good. Yeah, like, that's the one I played the most of. But, yeah, I don't know what you guys feel about this new one. I'm kind of... It's out, I think... Uh, was it early February. early 2022? Yeah, so, February. so, I probably could be into it then, but also they just did announce Horizon as being pushed to February 2022. <laughs> I so. would say, like, 
I I didn't watch this live, so I woke up this morning, watched the trailers, and I watched mm. the trailers just on my own this morning, and I saw this, and I thought, mm-hmm. that looks pretty cool. It looks like they're sort of dialing back the mentalness of Saints Row 4 and what came out like Gav of yeah. Hell and what came after that and mm-hmm. Agents of Mayhem, turning that back just a little bit to the craziness of, of Saints Row 3, or Saints Row the 3rd, which for me was like the perfect balancing point. It was like when it stopped being just a pure tacky GTA ripoff and it sort yeah. of came... It, established its own identity and just it was about having mm. fun in the world without going to the next level of four which was like superpowers and yeah like it was, too, it was, it was too wacky for its yeah. own good i feel so like. i i, I was me. into it and i saw the trailer and but then afterwards i saw the response and i was like i, I felt a bit confused by it, but then it's also i don't think it's not without merit like i saw a lot of people saying like it does sort of take the essence of what fuck what made saints crow Saints Row different to GTA away a little mm-hmm. bit, and now yeah. it could just be any other game. Now I, I know. Yeah, mean, like, I feel like in a world where we don't have a new GTA at the moment, maybe I would be happy with just that. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, when I saw it, I just it felt like you know the CGI trailer came first, and that was just you know another typical pretty CGI trailer. It doesn't show you much of what you would want to see in that mm-hmm. little gameplay snippet. Again, it was just like a fairly vanilla, bit more of a laid back Saints Row experience. But Dale, you mentioned it there. Just the feedback and reception from it, like hardcore saints row fans are pretty upset yeah and i think i think it's down to the characters as well people really like gat and pierce and shondi and like those characters it's it's mad but like the amount of saints row games that ha- there have been and like you know gat has been in all of them you know people actually like these characters and now that they're all been replaced i guess but you've already yeah. had so many games with them well just, you know. i would say um like my assumption immediately was that these were people that were a bit younger than me and grew up and they played Saints Row when they were like really young and they have such more of an attachment to it because it was like it was the GTA they could play or they played as a kid right and it was silly and slaps it's like you know how people have the affinity I don't really have it but I understand a lot of people have it for Simpsons Hit and Run Um, and I think it's because it's like of how old you were when you first played that game and that was my assumption Mm -hmm. about why people no, had an affinity for saints row one and two so much no i think that makes sense because like, i mean just for myself growing up i wasn't allowed to play gta but saints row was fine and you know simpsons hit and run which that is was, weird because like, if GTA. anything it's more disgusting yeah but like parents know or parents <laughs> yeah. have this like conceived notion about gta and what happens in it and then yeah. they see any, mm-hmm. any other games like oh this is a 15 i don't really matter it's not gta i like, guess it's tough because i think fundamentally the first saints two saints rows were a bit derivative and not mm. necessarily didn't really excel um but there's this passionate fan base that want more of that and so do you yeah. deliver on that or do you try and do something new and even if what's new is perceived as a step backwards mm. I don't know. we'll see i mean i do quite like this there's quite a few games in the show that were revealed or re-revealed uh at the show and then we're just coming out within like six months so we're getting that in february assuming it's not delayed i'm sure some of these games get delayed i'm sure but i liked that you know they're not announcing a new saints row and they're like hear more again in a year uh, <laughs> yeah. it was just yeah. like we're revealing it and it's coming soon That's maybe cool. you'll enjoy it yeah so, i do, yeah, I do like the six, the six month turnaround is my favorite i think like announce yeah, yeah. it and then you get to play it in six months time not too long exactly not too short yep We'll see more of that soon. Uh, a game that was revealed was Marvel Midnight Suns from Firaxis, who are well known for their XCOM games. But this game doesn't seem to be 
an XCOM game from what I've heard and read. Mm. It, yeah. They said it kind of shows shares none of the same gameplay elements as an XCOM, XCOM game, and it's described more as a tactics RPG, which does mm. excite me. Like, I would have been happy also if it was an XCOM game, so I do enjoy a good XCOM game. But yeah. also, I like a good uh, tactics RPG. Yeah. So Did- they described it more as... There's a lot of fighting. Obviously, it's a Marvel tactics game. There's going to be a lot of fighting, but it's also yeah. as much an RPG. Like you will be living your character's life as well, which sounds pretty cool. I so- pictured it as kind of like Chimera Squad because you know XCOM is you have like these individual characters who can you know die mm-hmm. at any moment. I remember Chimera Squad being um, like you know how Firaxis tried to handle like having unique squad mates that can't necessarily die off permanently, and this is how I imagined Midnight Suns because I don't you're going to have Iron Man you know getting blown yeah. to bits and then you never see him again. <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. about the you saying they're not like sort of emulating XCOM's formula because I don't know if you saw our dev interview on our live show and he mm. mentioned how the deal first came together was that um, one of the big wigs at Marvel who, who decides who get Marvel games was a massive fan of XCOM and, yeah. pre- okay. and presented them to it. But maybe, you know, since then he's like, well, we love what you guys do. Can we evolve it to something unique for this Marvel yeah. game, I guess? Yeah. I mean, they're just a good, solid developer, I think. Yeah, for, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. We'll see what happens. That we don't really know much more about that apart from on September first, which is is that next Wednesday, next Tuesday? I, I've lost track of the days. Next that is Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're doing the gameplay reveal, so we'll see a lot more of cool, that yeah. then. So if you're excited, I like the look in. of the characters uh, as well. It's cool that blades in a game as well. Exactly. Yeah. It's not just we've had Marvel's Avengers recently. We kind of have, you know. I know people are a bit marvelled out, but they mm. they were having a few of the characters. Like we haven't had too much Wolverine or Ghost Rider or yeah, those characters it, recently. It feels yeah, a bit so. refreshing when you don't have like the core heroes. Like I kind of forgot that Wolverine would be fighting alongside. I don't know, like Captain Marvel and Blade and stuff like because they've always been yeah. so separate in media for ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Looking forward to that one. Uh, we got a first look at extended gameplay for Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh, it's always a tough sell, that, because, you know, yeah. it's, it's like a big like celebration of games, this, these sort of shows. And then, like, here's, what, near eight <laughs> minutes of the Battle of Stalingrad, yeah. one, of the most, <laughs> one of the more horrific battles in, the, uh, mm. in, in human conflict, I would say. Um, but it's weird, because I thought they were... So I went to... I had a Call of Duty pre-brief a couple of weeks ago and they showed off a section of campaign gameplay, which I can actually talk about, but I didn't because I assumed it would be the section they showed at uh, this show, but it's not because I saw a piece um, from the campaign, which is Operation Tonga, which is like the day before D-Day and okay. you're a British paratrooper dropping into France. Yeah. And that was a really cool section of gameplay. Like you landed... Like your parachute failed, you landed in a river, you had to like scramble, you're basically on your own behind enemy lines, you scramble mm. into a farmhouse, the farmhouse catches on fire and there's Nazis around the house, it's German troops looking for you. It sounds pretty you. intense. Yeah, it was really intense and quite like scary, it was more like a yeah. horror game moment and then like it's just everything's on fire and you're like one person against a squad of eight just trying to yeah. sneak around. It's kind of similar to what was going on in this um, section this, as this well. This just you seemed were... a bit oddly paced because you like you said it's Stalingrad but they show you the aftermath and then they cut to the pre-invasion part yeah, and I, I felt that kind of made it, it a actually, bit flat I don't know if that's how it works in the campaign that felt like an odd I don't know yeah I know what you mean it was kind of like a really stealthy section with a few molotovs thrown in and then we're going to cut to the start of the invasion of Stalingrad and bombs dropping and yeah I don't know I think they were trying to get across more of the human story elements and kind of what made the original Call of Duty's 
bit more kind of bit more based in history try and show off so i know they're trying to base this one in history but obviously with a license to tell a fictional story but yeah i I was into it i'll play the call of duty campaign like i said said last week or the week before i'm just into world war ii so um Mm. yeah i just felt it was odd you know it's always like you have like something like Doki V, the most colourful thing you've ever seen in your life, like bubblegum being chucked yeah. in your face at 100 miles an hour. And then, yeah, here's eight, eight minutes of Stalingrad. It's like, people I'll, being I'll blown up by rockets and shit. <laughs> variety, mate. It's a spice yeah. of life. Exactly. I did notice one thing. There was a lot of climbing in that gameplay section. Yeah, there was wasn't really ready like, for uncharted, that. like handholds. I wasn't yeah. used to that. Yeah, it's just weird in a first person game. Really, to see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I'm into it. Um, Lego Star Wars, we're finally seen again. Finally. I've been looking forward to this. Like, I think it was revealed over two years ago. I think it was E3 2019 when I saw this behind yeah. closed doors. And yeah. I remember seeing it and no one else had seen it and being like, this looks incredible. You won't believe what they're doing <laughs> in Star Wars. It's got sort of like a third person shooter angle to all the combat and like yeah. RPG aspects, numbers flying, like Borderlands style off of enemies. And it looks amazing, like mm, graphically. Mm. And then. They didn't show anything for almost two years. And I was like, oh, believe me, it looks really good. Um, and there was a new trailer, which is pretty much what you can expect from a Lego Star Wars game. It's funny cut scenes or, yeah. and scenes you know from the films. I would say. And then they said it's coming out spring 2022, finally. Hopefully it is anyway. May 4th, isn't it? Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. I would say the... Uh, I don't know if the trailer like did like reinforce what you're saying about it as much like it just felt okay. like another like, another lego star wars game which mm-hmm. i'm into and i want to play because mm. i haven't played one of them in a while yeah I mean, we did see that snippet that brief shot of the the entire like um like, like galaxy yeah. And, yeah, 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 and yeah. You, you choose what planet mm-hmm. you can go to and that's really cool i wonder how comprehensive yeah. each planet is. I feel that's, like that's what i saw a lot more of which is like it was a lot more open world and you could like these are large open areas the planets they're not just levels you're flying in between you can do them in any order it was a yeah. lot more freer and open than any lego game before yeah. that seems like the natural progression for lego games because when i think of lego Star Wars, the original was like what was it you start in the cantina and you're just walking door to door and starting mission like that and this yeah. you know not having that kind of typical hub area and actually being able to explore looks pretty good and i was just I still think it's weird that what could be maybe one of the best Star Wars games in many, many years is going to be a Lego one. It's been that I'm way still, for a while. I'm still yeah. a little bit salty that we haven't got, we haven't had a game like this that wasn't Lego. Because right. in my head, this is like my dream Star Wars game. But like, I know oh, you're still you're still ruining that uh, lost uh, TT games Lord of the Rings pitch, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that that still hurts as well. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> oh, like maybe one day. Am I, did anyone else find it funnier in the Lego games where the cutscenes weren't dialogue-driven? Well, they're just yeah. people just going... Rrr, rrr, <laughs> yeah, I feel like in this day, you kind of, I don't know, maybe you need to... They're trying to reinvent them, aren't they? So maybe they just thought, let's do it fully voiced this time. Well, they've uh, been doing that for a while, but I just always remember yeah. thinking it was funnier when, you know, someone threw a banana at someone's head when they were going... Rrr, rrr, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I'm still looking forward to that game a lot. Hopefully, we get to play it in spring because mm. I think it was meant to be spring this year. Mm. I don't, or maybe even the year before it was meant to come out. I can't even remember. At least they're taking their time with it. it. Exactly. Um, lastly, from ONL, we're going to talk about UFL, which kind of came out of nowhere, and it's kind of refreshing to see. I've actually got to talk to the developers about this, so mm. I don't know if you guys have any questions. If you don't know what UFL is, it's a new football game, which to a lot of people may sound boring, but I think to football fans, it's just refreshing to see because yeah. for so long now it's been FIFA, Pez, now eFootball, and Football Manager. Those are pretty much the only football games you can mm. get 
that yeah. or Mario get Soccer, really man. any sort of sales. When's the, when's the last time that came out? <laughs> Fifteen <laughs> years? I don't know. Um, yeah, like it's been this way for a long time now. They used to be used to have all the different football games like actual soccer, sensible soccer. Yeah. How many years ago was uh, that? Like? Virtual that like Super Kickoff. That's what I remember. Like, is that like, like PS2 15. era? Yeah, PS1 even. Like, mm. yeah, it's been a long yeah. time really since we've had LMA manager. Do you remember that? Exactly. <laughs> um, but these guys seem to want to be trying something new, and I'm intrigued. They've been working on it for five years already. Wow. And it kind of sounds like a mixture between a football manager game and a football game. Okay. And it's free to play, and their mantra is fair to play, so no microtransactions. Like, they're okay. basically. They've studied the market and looked at what what is everyone annoyed about FIFA with and gone, let's do the opposite of that and see if people want yeah, it. And I'm intrigued by it. Isn't there that crowd who actually just really love Ultimate Team though, love putting down the cash, you know, to get their favourite? I'm sure I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure they'd love to do it without spending the cash. Yeah. Honestly though, do you feel like that's the crowd they're trying to win over? Or do you feel no, like they're trying I, to win after like traditional like football game fans? You just yeah, want to play yeah. the core game. There'll be a lapse of and do you know what? I think what Pez I keep calling it Pez, it's called eFootball now. It's a stupid name, eFootball, we're gonna have to deal with it. Um they're going free to play this year, but they're launching essentially as a demo yeah. soon. And right. I don't know if you saw the news article today, they're not even launching with all the actual gameplay abilities in the game. That was mental. Like, I watched some of the animations aren't included. <laughs> Wait, what for eFootball? Yeah. It was like yeah. what was it like? There's gonna- oh, the type of striking where it was like sharp or some sharp striking. Yeah, basically it's missing, it's missing animations. It's missing gameplay, like mechanics, yeah. even that will be patched like weeks into the game. That They're launching it in mad. such a weird state. It seems like I just don't have a good feeling about that yeah. game. And they yeah. say it's free to play, but it sounds like you have to pay if you want like Master League on top of it and stuff like that. So right. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of unhappy Pro Evo fans, I, and maybe they'll hmm. be looking for a new game. I more understand that part, but what I think is the free game should be the core football experience that you can play and have fun and then all the other modes are things that you can bolt on i guess i kind mm-hmm. of understand that but advertising features gameplay features and then saying this is coming later so the actual first one that release is not like the actual no. built game it's like that you're essentially bad. launching an early access or a yeah. beta version of the game like i feel like that just doesn't make sense for very a sports odd. Game, i don't but, know what yeah. they're doing with I don't know what they're doing over at Canal. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, maybe UFL will catch some of these people that mm, are kind of drifting from these games. Um, no idea when this is coming out. Mm. They haven't said that. The big no. question that I imagine yes. audience might have, and I have, that I'm sure you've got the answer to, is there any mm. licensed players, teams, what's going on? Mm, they haven't really delved into that. So I don't know how the team li- league licensing is going to work because FIFA pretty much have that locked up yeah um they have announced they're working with thief pro who are like the player representatives and they've got i think five thousand or so real life players they're gonna have in the game so i'm kind of in my head envisioning it's almost like and they're kind of saying it's mixed with like real life stuff okay in a weird way so i'm almost thinking you create your own club like your virtual team in this game in this online environment but then you get real players to play for you so i think there may be real players but no real actual clubs or leagues i'm just theorizing here and like speculating it's all a bit mucky right now isn't it like um manchester united Mm -hmm. with football manager have got a weird thing this season coming up where they Mm -hmm. can't use the club name anymore and stuff yeah it's it's all there's so much money involved in all this I want to ask, is this like a brand new studio? 
developing this. Yes, so they're a brand new studio. They're called Strikers Inc. And they're right. dotted all around Europe. They've got offices in like Cyprus, Ukraine, Lithuania, yeah. uh, Belarus, I, I, I think. I don't know if you'd have the answer, but I kind of just want to know what their kind of like pedigree or history is because obviously mm-hmm. trying to go against FIFA or eFootball, that's like a monumental task. Mm, and exactly. whether or not they have, I don't know, the know-how to even do I that. Like, like they they talk a good game to be fair to them and yeah. <laughs> i don't know i don't know what their actual development pedigree is behind them mm. but like i said they've been developing this for 5 years already they've still got no proper gameplay to show off so yeah. who knows where it's going but they they seem to be going about it the right way and i don't it's intriguing more than anything i i mm. you know who knows what like cuz the key to any football game really is how well does it play yeah. if it plays well on the pitch then people will play it, especially if it's free to play so e- even if it doesn't we'll have all the players that you want just the core gameplay as well i, mean, I think so it might have the players but i don't know cuz like i picture it's it as like the know. same kind of situation like as a wrestling game the core game gameplay can be there and it could be perfect but people still want to play as their favorite there's a couple of um caveats that one is if you've got sort of um create like an editor where you can add your own things because a lot of games, there's a lot of wrestling games like that where if you put an editor in the game, then people will just make it all. And yeah. pairs, like people yeah. just make the kits and the teams and stuff. But uh, yeah, I would say with pairs, like at its peak, it w- didn't have like all the team names and stuff. And people, okay. like that was the most popular football game at that time. So yeah, I don't yeah. think it necessarily always matters. Obviously, it's nice to have, but like Card is right, the core, like, is this fun to play? It's like the most yeah. important thing. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's intriguing. We'll hopefully learn more of it i don't know when they've not really announced when it's coming out if there's gonna be a beat or anything but yeah keep your eyes on ufl which i haven't actually got official confirmation i think it stands for ultimate football league that yeah. would be my best guess <laughs> it's kind of close it to that i'd like to know nfl and ufc isn't it as well, yeah it's, it's an in-between they know what yeah. they're doing there i think <laughs> um but yeah it's, a, it's an odd one. It's an intriguing one. Uh, that's all we're going to talk about from ONL. Why don't we talk about some games you can actually play now? Because yeah. that's much more exciting. You two boys, I believe, have been playing a lot. I'm very jealous. I haven't got to play it yet. And I believe you've even finished it. Aliens Fire Team Elite. Ooh, done more than finished it, mate. Played what it. What an experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Aliens Fire Team Elite is a uh, third person multiplayer, like three player. Multiplayer shooter that's split up into four mini campaigns, each with three mission, 20 minute, minute missions each that are kind of built in like the way the Avengers is like game is like if it's for repairability, you want to go back and get your hidden crates, get new gear, earn more points, try on different difficult levels, try new operators. That's a vibe. There's like yeah. five classes to choose from. And yeah, it's all based in the the alien world, but um, it also dips its toe into other films in the series as well. I don't think it's a spoiler because I'm pretty sure they showed it in the um, trailer. There's uh, there's Prometheus elements in there as mm. well, which I when I found that out, it makes it extra interesting because we've never really had a game involved in like Prometheus no. before. Yeah. It's always and been- Prometheus is a perfectly good film before people. Yeah, say, no, I oh, like Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah. Prometheus although when I was playing when we were playing because me Jesse and Matt were playing together Matt every now and again was slagging Prometheus I'm like watch it mate <laughs> I like Prometheus so. Anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah because normally alien games like isolation is purely like inspired by alien uh, mm-hmm. Colonial Marines despite what you think of it is purely inspired by aliens <laughs> yes. whereas this one seems to take elements from all of the games in the series obviously it's headlined with aliens so that's kind yeah. of it's very much about the Colonial Marine experience Mm. but it takes elements from all in the series. Um, I think it's... I've had a few people ask me about this game, and I would say 
they say, is it worth playing? And I say, if you're a fan of Aliens and you've got friends to play with 100%, like this is a really fun game to play with friends. It's like, it's got all the visuals, all the sound effects, all the Easter eggs and references that you'd want, all the weapons that you'd want as well. And they put you in fun situations. However, if you play playing it on your own, it's a bit of a slog. Well, it's just, it feels pointless. Like, yeah, so you're yeah, playing really with does. you're playing with two synth characters who back you up, but there's just there's not they play as the most basic rank. All they've got is like a grenade. That's the only, and everyone yeah. else is. So there's different classes. There's demolisher. There's technician. There's a doc, and they all have their different abilities. Like um, technician can put down turrets. Uh, demolisher has like the super smart gun. You know what like Vasquez has in Aliens. Yeah, yeah and uh, other gadgets and stuff and the dock obviously has healing stuff so you're complementing each other with a class and you're working you, together you don't get any of that in None the single that. play experience though because like I, what I thought would have been a brilliant idea was that you know the first mission your synth teammates you know basic rank then you move on to the second mission maybe they have you know a bit of updated gear to reflect you know your rank progressing yes. but you don't have any of that it is like the base standard AI yeah. throughout every single mission and it really does not lend itself to making Aliens, Fireteam Elite, an enjoyable experience when yeah. your AI are, you know, dumb as a bag of bricks. Like, in, in the moment, Aliens is absolutely... Like, it will su- not surprise you when I tell you this to say that after you finish the game, there's a horde mode and locks as well. Um, because in its moment, the best moment it creates is there'll be these several parts and levels where you've got this button to activate something. And once you do that, you know waves are coming at you. Yeah. And it will always mm-hmm. warn you about this. And you have go, okay, you've got a little bit of time here to prepare, set down some traps, set down turrets, work out your positions, how you're going to work together as a team. And then it will unleash the waves on you. And that they're so good at creating that moment, you know, in aliens, when the alien Mm. first comes out of the wall and they're being overwhelmed with them all at creating that moment and that feel of like this frantic energy. It's so good at replicating that. And with, but you, you need your friends to be playing with you to do that. So you can all combine your powers and work together. So it's like, I would say, honestly, playing on your own is like a joyless experience. Yeah. It's it's as if you're playing, like, it's not as good as like, if you're playing Left 4 Dead by yourself, but you know, if you're, if you have a group of mates who, you know, love playing World War Z or Left 4 Dead Cop and, you know, you enjoy going against hordes of zombies and just, you know, you like aliens, then you should definitely check this game out. It's kind of like a, just a cheap and cheerful yeah. experience with mates I, w- I would say like the first time i started playing it in i wasn't sure about it it felt yeah like i think they don't do a great job of setting up the threat of aliens to begin mm. with like when you first experience you experience them like 30 seconds into a level and they just start coming at you and it's like there's no build up <laughs> and they go down yeah that's, th- that's the, the actual- thing about aliens the threat of them is the scariest bit like knowing they're there well it's the yeah. exact opposite to isolation right it's like where it's yeah. like that is all about avoiding this one alien whereas in this one they come at you in waves and they go down like as easy and back for blood as zombies go down they go mm. down that easy yeah, yeah that's yeah. not how xenomorphs hunt they kind of stalk and yeah. suddenly yeah. like kind of yeah that's thing, like everyone knows how like a xenomorph or an alien is meant to operate because then you know in all the films it's always like oh these are the perfect organism and alien isolation mm. was a great showcase of how lethal and scary an alien can be yeah. and i know aliens the film is easier to adapt into a game because it's yeah. you know like i said it's basically left for dead because of all the action but the tension isn't really there no. in Aliens, unless you're playing on a harder difficulty. So that's where the tension comes. So it definitely, I think it gets a lot better as it goes because there's obviously tons of variety in terms of the Aliens. They've got big yeah. boss ones that come at you and sometimes they'll send multiples of those at you, swarming yeah. at you. And then it becomes frantic and chaotic and it's like, there's a great tension there. 
but the, the I don't think it makes a great first impression. Is what I'm trying to get. No, at. I, honestly, uh, like yeah. the only campaign I thoroughly enjoyed was the final one because that, to me, felt closer to Aliens, the film, than anything else. There's, yeah. there's times where you know you might be fighting aliens in broad daylight and to me that doesn't feel right because you can see everything there's like there's no there's no sneak or like there's there's just no tension to that when i'm fighting them in broad daylight i would say loosely there's four campaigns and the four campaigns uh not chronologically but tend to be themed around a film like not necessarily their story because it's a different story but in their presentation and what you're doing and mm-hmm. yeah, the fourth campaign is definitely the Aliens campaign, you know, or yeah. the second half of Aliens campaign sort of thing. And that was spectacular. Like we, um, me and you were playing together, Jesse, and like yeah. we, we were talking about what it could be. And like, I just remember how panicky we were at that last mission, <laughs> just trying to get everything ready and yeah. like, deal with all these waves coming at us. And I mean, it, it was really good. Yeah. And you can speak to this. You can tell how excited I was during that final mission compared to the rest of the campaigns we played through. Cause that really felt like, yeah, this is alien. This is what aliens fire team elite should be that yeah. final so section of the campaign. You've said like these campaigns and that's like the aliens one, just to be clear, these aren't the actual plots of the film. No, 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 no. Uh, when no. I say that, I mean uh, like presentation wise, like the, the okay. area you're in and the kind of the enemies you're mm-hmm. dealing with and things like that uh, only loosely, like don't take that to the bank. This is just me. Like, yeah playing the game thinking, oh, this one feels like Prometheus. This one feels like Alien, okay. you know. Yeah, um, yeah. There is, there's tons of Easter eggs in the world and things like Intel to find, which like, I've, well, I don't want to say what it is, but I picked one yeah. up last night that uh, said something about what, in, what happens in one of the films and stuff like that. So there mm, is okay. like, they've scattered the world in there, but this is a world that exists after Aliens and they, everyone knows about Xenomorphs and mm-hmm. xenomorphs have taken over all these areas and you're being tasked to go and deal with them or okay. get people out or rescue someone yeah. or whatever that sort of stuff. i was looking forward to play it. i'm still going to play it. i'll probably play it with some friends like you said yeah. i'm not going to play it on my own and i think well, that's all it needs to be for me is like solid enough stu- shooting and for them just to get the look and think more importantly the sounds yes right oh the sounds aliens. are incredible yeah yeah um, they are they are really good at building the threat with the sounds as well because obviously you've got your your scanner as well you've got all those noises that works as like Mm. your mini map sort of thing but then you've got the sounds of the pulse rifle as well yeah um they do down to like different alien types because there are different alien types you have the standard kind of you know like dog shaped one from aliens which is really fast and tiny then you have the actual alien from alien which is kind of like you know this big bruiser that just like beelines to you and then you have a few other varieties as well and you end up learning like you know what these colored dots mean on your radar, yes. how each of them sound and stuff. So it's like, oh no, now we have a big, like big fuck off alien coming towards you. Now you start to get ready for They've stuff 100% like that. 100% been inspired by like Left 4 Dead and stuff. Like yeah, yeah, a, yeah, there yeah. is definitely, no yeah, like, big themed aliens, which have different tactics that you have to deploy. Some of them, like from a law perspective, don't make any sense yeah. whatsoever but as, like, a, as one, a, with, one with a little hat that just laughs <laughs> but ones That's that like are going beyond their their nature like what they've been presented in the film but as a game it's a fun yeah. mechanic because it mixes it up and he's like okay yeah, now yeah. we've got to go okay we've been doing this to deal with this type but we've got a different type coming at us now and we've got to take that out while the other type's still coming at us yeah some um, of them are like way more video gamey than what you would have yes. seen in the alien films but nice. I'm, I'm into it. You can't. I can't say enough good things about the presentation of the game, though. It just, mm. as a fan, a massive fan of Aliens, like, literally got the posters behind mm-hmm. my head right here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, it's second to none in terms of that. I just, it's not Alien Isolation. <laughs> Get that in mind. Yeah. Think it's of a it a different sort of game. Yeah. Think it? of it as more yeah. like Back for Blood with Aliens, and that's the sort of vibe you get. Nice. 
I think it's only 30, 35 quid as well, so it's not even like a full priced game. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. like make, make sure to I'm play it with mates up. and stuff because like, it does have matchmaking. You can play with randos yes. and there is voice chat, but you, you want to have you know two other mates with you to really make it a good time. 100%. And also nice. they've said um, they're releasing more campaigns for free as well as it goes. Nice. Oh, uh, cool. So that'll be like, I'm sure every, especially me and Jesse and whoever else is still fancy playing it, like every time they release <laughs> a new campaign, we're probably diving in to play that. So. Yeah. The aliens versus Predator map. Oh, or, don't, uh, none of that. They've already done AVP <laughs> games. <laughs> Let them rest. <laughs> Get it. Go in. Start the train. That's one of my guilty pressures. Uh, uh, guilty pleasures. I don't mind the first Alien versus Predator. I mean, like, I, uh, it's, it's mad to me. They said, I mean, was, oh, Jesse, didn't you ask me once, like, you weren't, you were unsure, like, you thought it was actually, like, core part of the series as well. Well, I, no, but, like, they are. Like, obviously, the paths have crossed with them, like, yeah. from the films think, to the I games it, and comics. I think it's like a joke thing when you say, like, it's canon, it's law, and I, like, as a fan, refuse <laughs> to accept them as that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't even know if they are, but, like, you look at Aliens Fighting Elite, and with every alien game that comes out, they're always saying, this is canon now. They did the same mm-hmm. thing for Colonial Marines, so yeah. that piece of shit is canon. And all the new aliens in Fighting Elite are yeah. canon. I don't know if people care about Aliens canon. Not really. Like, I don't think... Well, I don't, anyway. I think some people do. I don't know. I, like, I say AVP is a uh, guilty pleasure. I, I saw it once 15 years ago, and I remember thinking it was all right. So, I would say, know. like, one final bold statement is, um, for how well Alien Isolation represented Alien, I think mm. this does an equal job of representing Aliens. As, like, That's what what that sense. film is all about, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I would, I would say that. That's bold, but yeah. Oh, he's done it though. He's gone there. <laughs> uh, let's talk about another game. That's an altogether different vibe. Psychonauts 2, Jesse. You've already yes. played through. I believe you've played through it twice already. Jeez. Yes. Little I have, like... keen beaver boy. <laughs> <laughs> this... So do you like do you, do you two lot know much about Psychonauts? So and, and I, those games? it totally passed me by the first time, but. It's weird to me because I really liked Tim Schafer's stuff and I mm. like Double Fine as well. I just never played Psychonauts 1. Um, yeah. But Psychonauts 2 is just getting endless like critical praise. Mm. So yeah. I will definitely... Be, I've already got it downloaded on Xbox Game Pass. So <laughs> that's, that's uh, the I will be thing, playing like, it. I mean, obviously I haven't spoken much about it at all yet, but to have a game like Psychonauts 2 on Game Pass where you can just get you know a month or three months for like one quid and then be able to play mm-hmm. a game like this... It's fucking mind-blowing, man. But in case you don't know what Psychonauts is about, you play as uh, a psychic 10-year-old called Rasputin, whose family is a group of traveling acrobats. And one day, and this is during the first game, Raz runs away from home to join a group known as the Psychonauts, who are like a group of international spies slash mind investigators and fixers. It's like a very psychedelic, trippy game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so bizarre, man, but... It's, I think it's been, what, 15, 16 years since mm. Psychonauts 1? Something like that. And mm-hmm. the it's time, a real cult game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but like, I only played it for the first time maybe two years ago, but I really, really enjoyed it because you just don't see many action platformers that actually, you know, handle themselves quite well these yeah. days. It's a Schaefer joint, isn't it, as well? That's like, yeah. you know, most but of his I, games I, are cult games. But with Psychonauts 2, I know there's a lot of people who might not be... Uh, we're a little bit worried trying to jump in because it has been, you know, for so many years ago since the last mm-hmm. game came out. But Psychonauts 2 only takes place a couple days after the first game, despite it being 16 years um, afterwards. Okay. And thankfully, Psychonauts 2 does a good job, you know, catching the players up from what happened on the first game oh, nice. and the VR spinoff. Okay. Because um, it has like a little nice cinematic at the opening. Mm-hmm. But just gameplay aside for now, the, the story around Raz himself, the way it unravels, it's like a, it's a really personal story and just... I, 
I don't think I've played many Double Fine games before, but the writing of Tim Schafer and that team, it's really, really just enjoyable he's, and, and he's lovely. He's one of the best. He is known, yeah, yeah for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it's weird because the game feels a little bit old school. You know, it's been in development for, I think, five years ago, you know, crowdfunded a while back. Um, but it's... It's old school, but not really in a frustrating way. Sometimes yeah. it's a little bit unprecise when you're platforming. Sometimes the com- combat can be a little bit finicky, but overall the package itself, you know, from the characters to the abilities you're using when you're, you know, going against these varieties of enemies and just the world specifically, because you're traveling into different people's minds, like each mission. It just feels like such a creative and just refreshing game. How I mean, I, fuck, I finished it twice. How modern... <laughs> And different does it feel to the first one? Because it is like 16 years later. I feel like it's... It's going to sound weird, but... You, I played Mario 64 recently, again, just to kind of just refresh my mind because I wanted to go back to Odyssey. And I'm not saying it's a jump from like Mario 64 to Odyssey, but they both control well I get enough. It. They feel like yeah. they've got the same DNA, but this is a modern yes. like take on it. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, just the characters they're interactive, interacting with, like... For me, I fell in love with them instantly, and the game itself, it's, it, it has enough of like that kind of modern formula to not make it, just to make it quite enticing hmm. when you're playing. And all these psychedelic, like, psychedelic levels that just, they're so like engaging, and this one's for you as well, Dale. Like, there's so many collectibles, and they're all so yeah, fucking good. Like, I did my like first playthrough of just going through it normally, just for work and stuff, and then my second playthrough, collected everything. And I never well, do that. Well, we're talking about collectibles here. This is an important. And I, you know this question's coming now, Dale. It's free on Game Pass. Are you going to pay for it to get the Platinum? Because it is on PlayStation. Or are you just going to play it for free? There's, there's a Platinum there waiting the for thing you. Is right. cost you. Yes, I'm in a very privileged position where I've got an Xbox as well. But my Xbox is in my office. My PlayStation is in my mm. living room. And I like playing games mm. in my living room. You like having it separate. Yeah. Work and play. I, but to different. be fair, though, I do need to boot up my Xbox because I really want to play 12 minutes as well. So what oh, I might yeah. do is just... Do boot on mm, that, get 12 yeah. minutes, get a few other games at the same time and like spend some time blasting through these I'll games. briefly talk about 12 minutes later, but yeah, I kind of said I enjoyed it last week. I've got different thoughts Ooh. now. Um, Spanner <laughs> in the works. I still want to play it anyway, just to see what yeah, it's yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, but like uh, I was saying, with, with Psychonauts, if, if you enjoy action platformers and you've never played the first game, don't feel too stressed out or worried, especially if you're on Xbox, because like I said, a lot of people have Game Pass, especially if you're on Xbox. And it's just, I feel like it's such a good game. It feels so. Yeah. It felt so refreshing to play, especially since I know I, I dived into Aliens with Dale, and I was feeling a bit flat with that until I got to the end of it, and then jumping into Psychonauts. If you play with Dale, <laughs> hey, get a bit well, flat. I was having a good time. <laughs> I was having a good time as well. I just want to reiterate. No, you, you were right that. though. Like it, it, back to Aliens for a brief second, but it does start off slow and once you get into the rhythm of like towards the end of the game we were like wanted more and then we were going back for horde mode now we've just gone back and played some more levels again and stuff Mm -hmm. it's definitely something that picks up anyway back to psychonauts but yeah Yeah. psychonauts 2 i think overall it's a sequel to an already great game but psychonauts 2 is just made better you know the worlds are a joy to explore the collectibles are fun and they add to your character's progression because it like beefs you up and you level up in this game and collect pins that can alter your abilities as well and just the story is interesting as well because it's a nice personal story that covers subjects that you don't really see tackled in games that look like that. Nice. It just looks appealing as well, like we were talking about with uh, Doki VL. It just looks colourful yeah. and bright and fun to look at. Mm. Like sometimes yeah. you need a bit of that because a lot of games can just be quite dark to look at. Maybe it's just the games and films I'm attracted I was gonna to say, are yeah. quite dark. Yeah. Like <laughs> I. Uh, I like a bit of colour every now and then. I'm really looking forward to jumping You you certainly get that with each levels because, you know, sometimes they're colourful, sometimes they're creepy, and sometimes they have different art styles entirely. Like, it's 
It's just a great game. How long is it? Twice already. That's exactly what I was going to ask. How long does it It take? It took me, I think, 11 hours on my first playthrough. And weirdly enough, even shorter on my second, despite me collecting everything. It's not weird. You know what you're doing. I I know, but like, I didn't know where all the collectibles were. But like, I like... It's mm-hmm. just a fucking good game. You need to play it if you got Whoa. Game Pass. I'm gonna I'm just play saying it. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely gonna play it. Um, I've actually got a week off next week, which I, I haven't had for that, a long time. Yeah, so bastard. I'm looking forward to that. I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it because mm. I don't think anyone. Well, you won't hear it on the it. podcast next week because I won't be on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it seems like a glowing endorsement from Jesse Gomez. And if you don't like the game, just tell him you hate it. And uh, have <laughs> a go honestly, at him. if if someone doesn't like it and listens to the podcast, I would like to know why they didn't like it. Because it just—I've yeah. seen glowing, I've seen glowing reviews, and it'll just be interesting to hear a different opinion. There okay. we go. Uh, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. As usual, we could be, we could do with some different emails actually. Because yes. I feel like we're running low on the British sitcom suggestions now. We've, we've appreciated all of them. <laughs> just bring back wrong, the crisps in, and then we'll get all the viewers back. And yeah, stuff. we need more more crisps chat. Uh, I had the I had some of my favourites today. The Walkers Max paprika flavoured. They may be my favourite crisps. They're up there. I had some Pringles we know what, like, the other day. Just nice standard. It's nice Good. to go back to the original. Very sometime. nice. Uh, one more. I think we're not going to talk about long for this one, but um, Jesse, you've had a chance to go hands on with Riders Republic, mm. which is out. I think early next year is it? I think it's open beta right now yes. until yeah. I think that's happening until for the, the twenty eighth, which is Saturday. So this comes. You have a day to play it if you want to play uh, the <laughs> yeah. open beta for Riders Republic. It looks kind of exactly what I thought it would be, which is yeah. kind of. An extreme sports version of Forza Horizon, but with even more annoying characters. Yeah, it is pretty much that. And this is what hit me straight away when I got into the game, is that Riders Republic and its tone, it's just very, like, bro dude, we're all mates. I love Instagram and shite. Like, hey, you want to have a mushroom, mushroom burger, bro? Because we're all about that shit. Like, it's all, it's all, it's all that kind of <laughs> what stuff. What, you got against mushroom burgers? Mushroom, mushroom burgers are mentioned heavily during the beta. Really? And okay, I just enough. I don't know if it's just me because like all that all that kind of tone it just I feel I very you were jaded. A fun guy. It just Move feels on. so obnoxious. It feels so obnoxious when you get in, and it's like the, the most annoying parts of Forza Horizon. That's why I like Forza Motorsport because it's just it's the good. You racing prefer Motorsport to Horizon, but no, that's because I like the Jesse's, classic racing. <laughs> that's Jesse's like, mo though, isn't it? Like he very much a technical guy. Oh. That's why he like flight simulators. <laughs> it's and stuff. it's um, just I it's, love Forza Horizon. It's an overbearing tone. Yeah, if I could take. Well, and you can turn off the nonsense story and radio chat, to yeah. be fair, but it looks like Riders Republic just froze all that in your face. Yeah, I mean, even like, you know, aside from the opening cutscene and stuff, the first race is very Forza Horizon. You know, you're jumping from sport to sport in different locations, doing like a little mini tour of the map once you right. jump in. And being thrown in, it all felt a little bit clunky at first. Like the bike, because I was playing with a controller and stuff during the beta on my PC, I was like, it felt like I was controlling the tank at first. I was like, this feels dreadful it wasn't it didn't feel very responsive i couldn't turn quick enough and stuff um but once you're settled in it just it feels fine and you know cardi mentioned it riders republic is meant to be a large open world you know sport playground you're going to be using bikes skis snowboards rocket wings paragliders and a bunch of other stupid shit as well um but none of them to me feel particularly fantastic in terms of response and that's the exact opposite of what you want where in a game where you know that's the key focus it's like football missing components and shit it doesn't make sense i gotta say jesse i um 
I was like kind of interested in Riders Republic and then I heard you and Matt talking about it and I was like, actually, maybe, <laughs> fuck it. But then uh, um, I watched your gameplay video where you did the 64-player race. Yeah. And, oh, that looks mad. And then, but then you're also like switching on the fly to different like transport modes. Um, yeah. I think I thought it looked pretty good. <laughs> I <laughs> thought like I could have fun I'm with I'm sure that. it is fun it for is, you. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. This is the thing. It's... It, once you've settled down to the controls and you kind of understand it, because just being thrown in, especially when they don't feel particularly responsive, it can be a bit off-putting. But the multi-sport events, the mass race events, which is the 64-player, mm. um, you mm-hmm. know, like multi-sport races, they are fun because, you know, you're like, you start off in a bike and you're nailing those landings like when you're flying off a mountain and then suddenly, you know, you're in a snowboard doing cool flips to try and get your points up whilst avoiding, you know, 63 other people. Yeah, It's like fucking, oh, how did I describe it? Um, it's like Fall Guys just yes fucking 10 times madder um but this is what's this is what frustrates me a little bit because you know with mario kart every other kart in your way feels like a proper physical presence within the race you know if you even bump into another kart it's like you know huge ramifications and stuff (laughs) for mario kart but with riders republic you don't you don't really get that. It doesn't really feel like a threat other than a tree that's coming 300 miles per yeah, hour I mean, in that would, If in a 64-player race, that would be... Uh, yeah, I know, but it would this be is the thing, like, it, it should either go in one extreme or the other because at first, like, half of it is a bit floaty and unresponsive and the other is, you know, a little bit fun, mm-hmm. but it's just, I don't think it's all there. I think, pe- I think people enjoy it. It'll do all right. Like, it's similar. Yeah. Reminds me of, like, I play when the crew two came out i played a few mm. hours i was like all right i get this kind of switching vehicles on the fly it's fun for a few hours you explore the map and yeah. then you don't play it again but then you look and like millions of people play this game i don't know who they are <laughs> who are the crew two players out there um, i mean but there like you go. i think it's a it's a sort of aliens fighting thing where it is fun and i don't think it goes beyond that yeah. for me um and it's got pvp modes as well which I've honestly never been a big fan of when it comes to racing, mm. like racing sport games. So one of them is like a trick battle where you're split into a team of two and it's a small map and they're split into sections. So one person, like one team has to do more tricks in another part of the map to kind of claim that section yes. of the map for them. It's kind of like a King of the Hill scenario. Yeah. Um, it just all felt a little bit like this is okay. Yeah. Like would- the mass race was the highlight, but even that it can be a bit frustrating. I, w- at I would say you never really... Sh- strike me as like a, a sports game sort of guy i could really is, i like ssx and stuff or yeah. ssx and yeah i those could really tell it was your gameplay by the way when it was like <laughs> on bikes and snowboarding it was like super and then as soon as you got your little jetpack <laughs> wingsuit thing you were like flying going past people and i was like he plays flight simulator <laughs> grab yourself a mushroom burger for extra speed boost that's where you missed out you should have had the mushroom burger yeah absolutely uh, yeah Okay, that's enough Riders Public. It's not, you know, yes, I don't have anything to say about Riders Public. <laughs> what I do have is a lot to say about The Forgotten City. You may have heard about this game. It's been picking up traction. It came out a few weeks ago. Mm. Um, and it's one of the best games I've played all year. I Is this the played, Skyrim mod thing that started originally as that? So now it's a full game. And I've played about five hours, and I've got, there's multiple endings, and there's four different endings you can get. And I've got two of them, including like, the big canon in quotation marks ending. Um, yeah. I think it, I mean, it's only meant to take five to seven hours. So it's not an overly long game. I think it's only 20, 25 quid. And okay. it's just a really good game. And I said I was going to mention 12 minutes because 12 minutes is a similar game in a way that it's a mystery puzzle game set in yeah. a time loop. Whereas 
the more I played 12 minutes, the more... I say the more, the less I liked it, and I ended up not really liking it at all. I just don't think it's a very, like... I felt frustrated as I went along with 12 minutes. And And some of the themes, I'm not personally offended by the themes or anything. I've seen a lot of films and stuff that that broaches subjects they talk about. I just think it's a badly told story. I just don't think it's a very good story. And ultimately not rewarding on a gameplay level. And I found it quite joyless in the end. Altogether, (laughs) I didn't like it very much. But The Forgotten City is the complete opposite. I said it's one of the best games I've played all year. It's on. It is a puzzle game set on a time loop, but it's a much more forgiving time loop. In as much as you're pretty much in control of that time loop, you so you're trigger not, you're not when the loop stressed starts. Out. Exactly. Like there is a time when the loop will end, but it's basically a full day cycle, which is near. It feels like near an hour. It's at least half okay. an hour the loop. Like you have plenty of time to take your time because the game is all about talking to people really and finding out what's going on in this city and the main. I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil any of the twists or turns mm. this game mm. takes because it's not a particularly challenging game. Like you're, it's very it gives you basically objectives. It tells you what you need to be doing and who you need to be talking to. But basically, the story is you are a person. And you just wake on a riverbank and you talk to someone, and they're like, basically, go into this city. Like there was someone else who woke up with you that went into the city. Go and try and find them. Basically. And then you just basically kind of fall down this hole in this well <laughs> under the ground in right. the wake in this forgotten city. And you just walk around around this city and you realize there's just golden statues everywhere. And yeah. as you walk past them, you just hear this creaking. And it took me a second to realize it's that thing of when you walk past them, their heads turn and they're looking at you. Oh. Whenever you turn around, <laughs> it's got that creepy yeah. sort of, uh, is it the weeping angels from mm. Doctor Who sort of thing. So it's got that creepy sort of vibe. And then you just come into this city and it's like it's, you've basically been transported back in time to the Roman age. And you're in this forgotten city and it's a Roman city underground, essentially, with yeah. lots of Roman people. And you talk to the kind of the leader, the mayor, the magistrate of this town, and he basically explains that there's this golden rule in this city, which means this is meant to be basically a utopia, like a place where no sin is allowed. And to stop that happening, if anyone in the whole of this city commits a sin, everyone in the city dies or is turned to gold, essentially. That's actually a really sick You're basically given that you are told... At the end of this day, someone is committing a sin and you have to find out who that person is and tell him. That right. sounds like genuinely pretty And sick. it goes all sorts of places from there, which <laughs> I'm not cool. going to go. But yeah. that is the mm. main premise. It's a really good hook for a game. And you basically just have to go around, talk to people, work out maybe a way to escape, work out what's yeah. going on. You can choose what path. There's four different endings and kind of four completely different ways you can kind of try and do this. Yeah, and I've done two of them, both good endings. One a lot stronger than the other. Which, yeah, and I don't want to say anything more really, other than if mm. you're intrigued by that, I'd play it. And it's a lot of just talking to people and working things out. There's not, a, yeah. there's a little bit of like one path you go down does have a bit of action to it, uh, but apart from that, it's a pretty you know chilled out game to play. You mentioned it's a lot of talking. What are the performances yeah. like? Because that's obviously going to be the main thing. They're solid. Okay. Like, I wasn't put off. You can t- see, like, the Skyrim mod. Like, the, it's it's not a bad-looking game by any means, but, like, the face mods, they look like upright Skyrim models. Right. They kind yeah, of yeah. move and talk like that. It's not off-putting anyway. It's just a very good, 
story and a very good mystery to solve and i had a great time of it you said um mm. at one point that you can restart the your own control of yes. the time loop so if you get so far and you're like i'll oh, fuck this one i'm gonna start again you can so just you can commit it. you can commit a, basically yeah you can you can be the one who commits a sin if you want and oh, basically oh, the so time cool. the time loop i don't want to say i don't want to say like that's how you trigger the time loop okay. that's how you start again essentially um, you sold it to I, me I'm yeah interested. like I, I didn't check any thing about mm-hmm. this game other than seeing you know tweets where it's like this is based on neither did i basically stuff. i went yeah i just saw a lot of people saying if you didn't like 12 minutes play this because it's a mm. lot better version and i agree completely so what are you playing it on i played it on playstation 5 it's on pc consoles oh. i think it is coming to switch but it's not on switch yet but yeah you, which, you've uh, sold uh, me on the premise because that sounds exactly. very very cool and like i said Five hours, I've done the main ending, and I've still got two more endings. I want to see uh, what happens. Quite an obtainable platinum, I think, Dale. There are some things you'll have to do over no, and over no, again. No, had me him. a platinum. <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll skip um, all the dialogue for the trophy. He doesn't care. No, yeah. not in this sort of game, I wouldn't. If I need to watch <laughs> no. it, it depends yeah, on the sort of game. You know. yeah, exactly. If it's Borderlands, yeah. I'd skip the dialogue. I, I can't <laughs> recommend The Forgotten City enough. Uh, and yeah, don't read up about it. Just, just jump in and jump into the forgotten sea um i've got one more recommendation which i'm sure a lot of people will have watched already especially if you are an american because the white lotus has been on tv for weeks now and we only just got it here i think a week or so ago on now tv because it's a hbo program only six episodes a limited series like one and done story which is sometimes great for tv just you know a season and done but um if you don't know the premise of this show, I had a very good time of it. It's kind of a dark comedy satire drama, and it's set on this Hawaiian resort, and it's about all these guests that are at this resort for a week or so. And they also have the cool hook within, and I'm not spoiling anything here, it's within the first two minutes of the show, they show one character who, at the end of the journey, so they do a, a time thing where it starts right at the end of the trip, and one guy goes, like, how was your holiday? And he just goes, like, oh it was awful like someone died and then it goes back to the start of the holiday so you're spending the whole of the mm. rest of the season going which one of these many characters is going to end oh, up dead right. basically okay. and it's just all these interconnected stories it's quite darkly funny it's like it's a big satire basically mm. on, largely on white privilege i think and just how horrible a lot of people can be but yeah it's quite darkly funny and it's quite an easy watch at the same time although it, it gets a little dub it's, it's at the same time quite funny but it's only six episodes and done so is it are they you've got an now tv are they an hour long 45 minutes yeah like 50 minutes yeah okay. that sort of thing yeah sounds i'd good. recommend it yeah, uh, the white lotus if you haven't watched it it sounds quite cool yeah it's very good those are my recommendations for the week uh, shall we do an endless search? Yeah. Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I've got a question for you. Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I've got a question for you. Is it in the search? God, Dale's up for an endless search, Hell isn't yeah. he? He couldn't be more excited for this. Um, I have done one here, which is kind of a, a riff on one we've done in the past, but not for a while. It's the translation game. So what I've no. done here is I've picked... I've got nine game tiles here, because I thought, do an odd number, because then there's no tiebreaker, mm-hmm. so I don't need one. Um, nine video games here. 
that I've translated their title from English to Serbian to Swahili to Spanish and back to English. And this is what they've come out as. It's going to start quite easy because they're going to get more and more ridiculous as they go on. Some of them are quite funny, the <laughs> translations. So uh, it should be I'm pretty pretty simple. And it's just, you know, shout if you know it. Simple. All right. So the first couple you might get quite easily. Okay. This is just a warm-up, though, basically. So the first one is Halo Has No End. Halo Infinite. Halo Combat Evolved. Oh, Halo they all got Infinite. it. Halo yeah. Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. No combat language, evolved. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the translator has translated no like end. six million times. You never know. I think I you do know, know that one. <laughs> that's a one nil today. Like I said, that's the easy one. Yeah, they're not going to be that easy again. Okay, the next one is simply Big Shadow. Ooh. Shadow of the Colossus. It is Shadow oh, of the Colossus. Yeah, of course it is. You're nice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, the way it messes me up is when the words like the orders mess up there's a lot, yeah, yeah. or there's just a lot less or a lot more <laughs> words for some reason so big shadow okay the next one black spirit Ooh. shadow the hedgehog <laughs> <laughs> you never know think of what the words where is hedgehog being translated <laughs> into I don't know man it could be you know, I don't think you got what this game is <laughs> I know what it is but... What is it? Black Spirit. Okay. Black Spirit. Um, just got to kind of think of your synonyms. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying mm. to think what black could be. Or both of those. If it helps, Dark Souls. Oh, it is Dark Souls. Oh, there we nice. Yes. Go. Well well I think done. I actually have like Black Spirit enemies in the game. So. No. There we are. Do they? Well, there we go. Uh, two one to Jesse. Here's the next one. Guard Dog Army. Um. Oh my god! From Serbian to Swahili to Spanish. To <laughs> oh, that was where was this? Up. <laughs> where was this lost in translation? I, I can't get Army or Two out of my head. I need yeah, to just say it. I, so I was going to say that, but it isn't though. Uh, god, dog Army, Call of Duty now. Um, oh, um, just thinking of war games, and that's not the game. Yeah, I've got to focus on the words. <laughs> I'm trying Medal of Honor, Airborne. <laughs> so no, God. Dog army. What I will say is one of those words has barely been changed at all. So oh. one of those is basically the same. Oh. It's even a game we've t- mentioned on this podcast. Oh, but albeit today. very briefly. Yeah. Okay. God, dog, God dog army. Fuck. It's going to be so obvious. I know it. <laughs> I feel like it's a call of duty. I, I, I can't think. I, I can't think what it is. The I will okay. I'm going to give you an extra hint. It's okay. the dog. So the dog is barely changed. How can God, I not think dog. of a game with dog in the title? God, dog, army. Jesus Christ! A <laughs> dog's life. <laughs> Can't think of a single game with the word dog in the title. Um, so it's about um, another word for. <laughs> Just an telling army. us what it is. You're really helping about, us out here. I talked about what trying to think of a Roman army. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> Just think, no. Uh, I can't get words shit. out of my head. That's the pressure is trying to shift this. Uh, I'm trying <laughs> to remember what that. I'm just, people are going to be screaming. I know, right? That's why it's, it's embarrassing. Not, it's, it's, it's not this, but it's not rice, son of. No, that doesn't make sense. No, no there's no dogs in there. Yeah, either. yeah. Well, I can't. I just can't think. Roman Empire is all I can think of right now. I need to get that. Out. <laughs> like for, centurion uh, as well. Right? I can't get the word dogs, centurion out of my mind. Something dogs. Something. 
I can't. Some... I can't get it, man. Are you, are you both? Are you passing? Yeah, I've got both, to, like, I'm... It's Watchdogs Legion. Fuck's oh, sake! Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's the only game. Uh, with dogs in the <laughs> so obvious as well. Yeah. Jesus, that's embarrassing. Guard dog army. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. That's why maybe there will be a tiebreaker. Let's hope neither let's hope neither if you don't get another one. Uh the next one we've got is significant impact. Um why do I feel like this is an RPG or a racing both, game? Both words have changed and both okay. but both just clear synonyms. Okay. Significant impact. Uh it's not deep impact with Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that, that's the problem, right? When you get someone like that in your brain, like I did have that. <laughs> it's like, I can't shift that out to make room for new ideas. Okay. Impact. Um, stri- Ooh, something oh, that something, makes a significant... Something strike. Um, mm, no. If, if something makes a significant impact, it could also make a... Women. <laughs> 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 could also make a Resident Evil. Um my god this game <laughs> is not for me i can tell no. i thought i was off to um, flying star as well can you know what can you can you tell us what year this game came out i would tell you it's a game that was re-released this year oh piss oh, i'm so sorry listeners like i'm really I think sorry. it's a game you got i think you've got platinum in it this year Dale, of actually. course oh. <laughs> of course. Uh, game I played for the first time this year, actually. It was re-released this year. Oh my god! I'm, I'm sorry for that. Yeah, like literally, my brain is not working. <laughs> it oh, is. Wait. I oh. want to say, it's, oh no! I'm, think, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of a subtitle, but I'm not sure this makes sense. Significant impact. It's it. No, it, uh, go on then. <laughs> I was, was going to say. I was going to say rift apart, but it's no. You said it was a re-release, no, no, wasn't no. it? No, it's uh, it was re-released in a trilogy this year. Oh, Mass Effect. It's Mass Effect. Oh. There we go. <laughs> Significant impact is Mass oh, Effect. 2-2. Two, two. There we go. Uh, just impact. just the four Very left. Let's see. Uh, Got two okay, you're there. never going to get this. I thought there's some harder ones here, but um, some quite funny ones. This one, I don't think you'll ever get. You might do, but it's a real tough one. Okay. The ills of the population. Rise of an empire. No. Uh, the ills the of, of the population, and I will say it's misleading. This is only a two-word game title. Oh, Plague Tale Innocence. No. 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 The ills of the population. Population is maybe where. Okay. You could like that one. Is very that is that. This is the hardest one. I will say. Resident so. Evil Village. It's it's just Resident Evil. You can have it. Nice. Okay. Nice. There we go. I thought you might get it just because one of you would say Resident Evil at some point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just say it. There you go. It's a game. The of ills. I don't know how that got translated to the ills of the population, That's but crazy, I like yeah. it. Um, three more. Three two to Jesse. We have got next the rise of the bomber from the grave. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Um, Some of those words haven't been changed. Rise of the bomber from the grave. Uh, I'm thinking of Left for Dead. No. Uh, Rise of the bomber from the grave. (laughs) Bomber. (laughs) From the grave. Bomber's probably the least helpful word. (laughs) 
but rise of something from the grave or grave or something may uh may oh, well help you yeah you'd think wouldn't you? <laughs> you would think it feels rise like rise of the bomber from the from the grave yeah uh, so another word for a grave where like where like i don't know <laughs> different places you may put a dead body i don't know I feel like i'm in a school test <laughs> Where else might, after a funeral, might, might a body be laid to rest? I don't know. Um, and, you know, I will say rise of is the, the same. The problem is you say that, right, and then I'll get words in my head that I know are not yeah. the answers. <laughs> I have cemetery and coffin in my head that I just can't yeah. remove now. Yeah, I mean, you're not far away. It is neither of those, but, you yeah. know, um, more along the crypt route or something, but okay. it's not crypt. I mean... Uh, and rise of is still the same. Rise of has not changed. I will tell you that. We are rise shockingly of. shit at this game. The bomber from the grave. <laughs> I don't know why it's bomber, but it makes it's just obviously a mistranslation. <laughs> Do you know the only game I can think of with rise of right now is Rise of the Robots. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> it's like a fighting uh, game on PS One. <laughs> I know certain people are going to be screaming this. I reckon throughout the whole of this game that Matt is having a horrible time, and I know you'll be listening, Matt, and I yeah. apologise. Oh, it's, hor- it's an horrible game. It like it makes you feel really <laughs> stupid as well. That's the worst part about it. Uh, you go. Uh, you, if you got rise, like sort of think of a game that starts oh, with wait, rise. Wait, of- wait, 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 wait. So, is it? Oh, oh I mean, I can't stop thinking of Rise of the Planet of the Apes. So I don't know where we are. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's not. Like- rise of the Tomb Raider. It is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Okay. There you go. Rise that of makes the sense. from the grave. I don't know but where the- Bomber and Tomb... <laughs> no, Bomber and Raider kind of mixed up. Hint, the hint was that Matt, because I know he enjoyed that game a lot, I think. Oh, he does. Well, a lot of people so did I. Who <laughs> can think of it? Uh, that's 4-2 to Jesse, so Jesse can't lose. There's two more. Okay. Could still be a draw. Don't Here we go. So, yeah. Two more. Here we go. Elite guests of the squad... Um, elite guests of the squad. That has to be like fire, first aliens person, fire sure. team elite. It is aliens yeah. fire team elite. There we I was going to say alien that. I was wondering whether aliens would have. Yeah. Been involved it makes in sense. That. It all makes sense. That's four three. Can Dale save face? One more to go, and this is my favourite translation. It's very good because yeah. it kind of does make sense, but I have no idea how it came <laughs> out with this. He died in the afternoon. <laughs> Okay. I want to play that game. Whatever <laughs> he died in the afternoon. I am dead. No. Yeah. Oh. Uh, none of those words are exactly okay. the same, but some of them are quite similar. I will say. What was that one game Joe reviewed? It's not that. Uh, no. <laughs> he died in the afternoon. The um, um, no. He died. I was going to say the day before. No. Um, the last of no. So you said none of them are quite the same, right? One, uh, this none of them are the same, but the, the, some are quite similar. Mm. Um, it's he only died. a three-word title, I will say. So okay. he died in the afternoon. Left for dead. <laughs> no, but you've got one of the words right. <laughs> dead. The man. sinking city. No. Back for blood. No. no. <laughs> he died in the afternoon. What? What is there a lot of in the afternoon? Sun, unless yeah, the sun kind of sun, yeah. Unless you're in like the Antarctic, you will get a lot of this during the afternoon most of the year. 
Um, Uh, Normally between the hours of like 6am and 8pm roughly. Um, And it's not left for dead. Um, You've lost me here. Just saying things and I'm just trying to just snatch on one. Can you give us us a hint of the year? It came out a few years ago. It's It's an ongoing game. Um, so at night you get a lot of moonlight <laughs> oh dying light but, no <laughs> during 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 the hours of the day you get a different sort of light oh fuck during me. the hours of the day you get a different sort of light okay. oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ <laughs> and you could be dead <laughs> Oh, dead, by dead by daylight. daylight. <laughs> dead by daylight. Jesus Christ! Uh, I wish I'd never done that. that was <laughs> painful. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who won that, but whatever. A loser, yeah, we really. all lost. <laughs> 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 Let's Jeez. never do that again. <sighs> well, not you two. Well, yeah, not reverse idiots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's get some feedback. All right, Dale. I got to focus. This actually bit. goes on perfectly from from the quiz. This is from Martin Lindstam. He says, hi, IGN UK. I'm writing to you because I didn't know where else to turn with this knowledge. Seeing as you are experts in both games and <laughs> and genitalia euphemisms, I haven't read this in advance, but <laughs> in genitalia euphemisms, I figured you might like to know that the upcoming cosmic horror game Dolmen has a different meaning in Sweden. Dolmen roughly translates, by the way, being a slang word to the dong. Funny? <laughs> yes. Fitting for a horror game? Maybe. Love the pod, Martin. The Dong. I would play a game called The Dong. The Dong. Like the, the Gunk is a great name for a game. <laughs> it I, it, I think Dolman, there was a trailer for it at Opening Night Live, actually. But uh, yep. it looks, looks like an interesting game. But yeah, I did not know that Dolman translates in Swedish to The Dong. Uh, <laughs> That's very good. And now, now I will never forget <laughs> that. So, uh, amazing. Mm. Uh, Jesse, you've got an email. Yeah, this is from Zach Evans. He says, Hi all, love the pod, and I've really been enjoying the content you produce on the site. My pick for British sitcom Smash character would be Mr. Gilbert from The Inbetweeners, played by Greg Davies. Um, he'd be a Pokemon trainer-style character using Neil, Simon, <laughs> Will, and Jay to fight for him. The person he sends out into the arena would be randomized as the high schoolers range from completely useless to super OP. Of course, Neil is the useless one. Mm-hmm. Think the Pokemon Wobbuffet? Is that Wobbuffet, yeah. There we go. No moving, <laughs> no moving, jumping, or anything remotely practical. Simon is OP. He'll drive... He'll drive on. He'll drive on a shitty yellow and red Fiat. What is that? Centre. That's it. My favourite car. <laughs> mowing, the oppos- mowing the opposition down like the cars on the F Zero stage. Will would be a Will would be the melee character fighting with his briefcase. Jay's the ranged attacker. He'll be swearing constantly in the words with manifest on the screen as projectiles. <laughs> Imagine Alan Partridge being hit with a bus wanker. Okay, Cheers okay. and for Christ's sake, uh, respect the sea. I think he needs to put respect on Neil's name. Neil is like, why is he making out as a useful one? He's got the best dance moves, like, in the universe. <laughs> in the universe? Uh, the, wow, the, the British smash sitcom universe, is what I'm saying. <laughs> his dancing skills surely would mesmerise his opponents, luring him into a stun. It's good. I mean, Zach's coming on with suggestions. We're here to workshop it, and I feel that like, yeah, we can... Yeah, I, li- I like it as... I, li- I just like the idea of Greg Davis as a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> nice to have like garb. A, you know... 
a yeah. multi-tiered approach to a combatant that's always you I think, know, um, thought-provoking he lost me well i wasn't sure about when he's a j as a ranged attacker but then when he explained it it made more sense to me like he's all about the mm-hmm. bullshit and the swear words so yeah, yeah. Um, what's the in-betweeners you haven't watched in between us i thought you'd be pri- actually no i was prime age for that yeah to be fair oh, he's, oh, okay. he's good he's was good. there an american in between us yeah they did try bless him <laughs> uh yeah all right oh, fair well. enough um i've got an email here from ricky mcnamara who has taken part in a charity football match for autism hampshire which is a mm. good cause mm. on the 29th of august so that's this sunday uh Ricky and his Sunday League football team are taking part in a charity football match in Gosport, which is just a small town across the water from Portsmouth. The charity they're supporting is Autism Hampshire, and the charity is very important to Ricky as he knows a few people that's to deal with it. So basically, what we've got here is a link. If you want to send any money, you don't have to. Uh, it's just, you know, like sharing a good cause. So uh, Ricky's playing a game for charity for Autism Hampshire, and if you want to donate... It is GoFundMe, sorry, GoFund.me forward slash 47338B51. That's 47338B51. I feel like I'm doing one of those uh, live (laughs) phone-ins. I could never be a a TV presenter where they have to repeat the full um, phone number and over again, because I would definitely get it wrong every other time. I'm just trying to... It's a good cause. Just trying to see if there's a way we can quickly Google it and tell people what to search for so they can find it. Yeah, I'm sure if you searched Charity for Match for Autism Hampshire, 29th of August, that would come up. But yeah, mm-hmm. if you feel like donating. Yeah, Good. yeah that's, uh, that's really lovely, yeah. Ricky, and I hope uh, it all goes very well. Exactly, yeah. And mm. I hope you win the match. I know that's not the most important thing, but it's always good to hope win. you smash them. Exactly. Um, I think that's it. That's all we've got this week. I said I'm off next week, so everyone can you. celebrate. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. You going um, anywhere nice, or is it catch up and games? I'm time? going. I'm actually going to Brighton for Ooh, a few days. I've not been to Brighton lovely. in ages. So, get actually getting out of my house, like away f- out of London for the first time in what a year and a half. So nice. I'm really looking forward That's to that. Not. I hope you I have know. a good time. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Sounded so insincere. <laughs> what music should we have? I mean, the music from that Doke V. Um, Trailer. Is it just like mainly like punch sounds and explosions and shit? No, like? that was full on soundtrack. It was basically a ah. music video. It was it was mad. We could go for that. Maybe. I was going to suggest. I don't um, really want to go for that into Sandman cover. I was, was going to suggest that. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Well, if we're doing that, we're just playing it in a Sandman. Yeah. Like metallic. Like, could do um, but we're not doing that. The Let's play Doki. Fair um, enough. Aliens yeah, Fire Elite does have some wacky music, to be fair. <laughs> that is very true. I don't know like, it yet. Yeah. There's a couple um, levels where it has music where it sounds like... Um, what, what the, the Jawa music. The Jawa music from Star Wars. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're like killing aliens and it all sounds really upbeat and happy. <laughs> <laughs> that is very odd. I can't wait for that. Uh, I will probably play it on my week off when nice. I'm not in Brighton. hope there's no aliens in Brighton. Uh, there we go. It's been lovely. As usual, yep. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Just email us anything, really. We're kind of just Don't email in how shit we were at the quiz, please. Oh, I no, just want no, to forget no about gonna, that. No one was going to do that until you've mentioned it. <laughs> I want to uh, forget about yeah. it forever. Um, it's not my job to read out next week, so what, Ryan, what's, what's you your want. best or worst quiz-related memories? I'm sure everyone has what those. What? There you go. <laughs> quiz memories. Quiz I'm sure. Memories. I'm sure some mad shit has happened in a you know a quiz when in you're a at quiz, a pub a with punch up at a quiz. Pub, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, pub quizzes that can be a exactly. Some someone could have went mad. 
And now I want to hear about it. There we go. That's Jesse's request. Maybe he'll read out <laughs> next week because I won't be. Goodbye. <laughs> Tell him bye. 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 bye.